Hello, America. I am the voice of reason. Fuck you! That's my name! This is Sharks Across Hollywood, and for the last time this year, I'm going to say... Welcome to Power Rangers Month. Yay! And today we're going to be talking about 2017's Power Rangers, Saban's Power Rangers. Yes, Saban's no, Power Rangers. That's no Mighty Morphin, none of that bullshit. Forgive me for being for being mean about it for a second. I'm more curious, I, I, I'm way more curious what your reaction to this movie is being the hardcore Power Rangers fan that you are because this movie seems like it was aimed at the non-Power Rangers fan, at the person who wanted a serious take on Power Rangers, who wanted something that they didn't have to roll their eyes at constantly or laugh at constantly in order for it to be good. I feel like that's that's the demo they were aiming for, and so I wonder, did it miss the hardcore fan? I'll take you back to March of 2017 after like two years of me just fucking following every single piece of information, every casting choice, every, every single thing that had ever happened with this movie i was following it following right along with it so the day it comes out i don't remember the exact date but it was one of those wednesday you know pre-showings or whatever right (laughs) yeah when the weekend starts in the middle of the previous week yeah 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 and uh i I wasn't working at the time so i had all sorts of fucking free time so i just gotten my hair cut and the movie didn't start for a good like three four hours i'm like all right well i'm already in this part of town so i'm just gonna go to the mall hang out i'll read some comics at barnes and noble and just fucking wait i get to the mall and i try to sit down for like five minutes at barnes and noble and just read but i couldn't i was too anxious about (laughs) about this fucking movie I was so anxious. I was freaking out. and His stomach was in knots, ladies and gentlemen. So pretty much what I did, I sat and ate for a minute, and I watched a bunch of like people, a couple of people reviewing the movie on YouTube while I was what? eating. <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I don't know why I did that, but... Okay. That's I just a spent, life choice. I just spent the whole, the whole three hours like walking around in circles in the mall, just like checking the clock. Just like, what time is it? Is it time yet? Is it time yet? And I, I just kept on freaking out and I'm like looking at people and I'm like, they think I'm weird. They know what I'm doing. <laughs> They're all judging me right now for being a... I just, I just, I'm, I, I'm picturing you at the mall alone, walking around anxiously for a kid's movie and you know that there was like a healthy portion of people just like is he on a watch site somewhere is he is he okay is he i need to che- i us? need to check i need to check the website there was someone dropping their kids off to go to the movie like you know what i'm gonna go with you <laughs> yes probably there, there had to be at least a couple of those but there i am i get into the fucking theater i get my popcorn i get my soda right I, th- I sit down and I sit through all the trailers and, and all that shit because I do that. I get there early because I want to know what's coming, right? So I, I'm, I'm sitting there and the movie starts and I just go. And then then it goes and I just, I just let it go and I'm there for two hours. Power Rangers is like your yoga. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out like, do I like this? Do I, do I not like this? I'm gonna, I have to go see it again. <laughs> and then I smiled really hard one time when they when they were all in their zords and then the, the theme song started playing. And one guy lifted up his arms and he went, yeah, in the middle of the theater. So I wasn't alone in the theater. Okay, just but admit, it was, it was you. It was not me. I just, I, I was just, I was, you know, 
it was one of those experiences I just needed to sit there and just not be with anybody. I needed to be by myself. Nobody wanted to go see it with me anyway, so that's kind of so that was easy. Because <laughs> the girls are the girls are too young to sit through a two hour long movie, and for me to pay money for them to go see it, and Rachel didn't give a shit. So, but I left the theater, and I, I didn't know what to think at that point. I'm like, yeah, it was cool. It was it was okay. It wasn't disappointing really, but it wasn't not disappointing. But. <laughs> <laughs> but before I have to, there's there's got to be a disclaimer here. So before before we get really into this, I do like this movie, even though I, I'm going to end up shitting on a lot of it. Oh my god! I actually, and every time I watch this movie, I that like was it. the most yeah. political statement you've ever made. <laughs> like like that double speak thing. It wasn't, it wasn't bad, like but it movie. wasn't I good. Did not like this movie. But yeah, really, I'm I'm gonna shit on it, but I do like it. And every time I watch it, I get a little bit more out of it. So I watched it today, and then I watched it again with the commentary on, just to see how I felt about the people who made it. And the guy who directed it and the guy who wrote it, they they were fans of the show. And while watching the movie, you can actually tell because there's some subtle hints to things in the show that you know really casual fans probably wouldn't catch on to, like the streets, such as Mariner Bay and. Uh, and Reefside, those are those are towns in in the Power Rangers universe from seasons that people don't even know exist. Like the casual fans who only know <laughs> that the Mighty Morphin season exists. Uh huh. There's that. There's that kind of thing. Mariner Bay is where the where uh op, Operation Overdrive. Wrong one. Uh, Lightspeed Rescue takes place. Can't remember. Oh, that's one of the ones I, I did not like. watch. I can't remember who. No, I, I didn't watch Lightspeed Rescue. You watched the first episode. Did I? Yeah, because I must made have been you. one of the must have been one of the ones that got lost in the mix. Yeah, yeah, it was one of those. And then Reefside, I can't remember who lives on Reefside. I can't remember, but I like that they threw those little references in. And there's the Zeo Crystal, which is the entire fucking thing of the movie. Yes, and that that's a whole season of the show where they have to go find the well, not the whole season of the show where they have to go find it, but they use the Zeo crystals to be become the Zeo Power Rangers and you know fight the Machine Empire and King Mondo and his stupid little sprocket child. Huh. And his his wife Machina. Yeah, I, I completely missed that. <laughs> if you whole arc, and if you ever watched Glow on Netflix, uh, I am aware of it. I have not watched it yet. Mark Maron's character is like a a, sh- a schlock kind of exploitation horror filmmaker, and one of his one of his movies that he made is called Gina the Machina. And, <laughs> and I always think of Power Rangers every time he brings it up. Here's the casual observer's take on. Yes, it, okay? tell me what you think of this fucking movie. First, I had a ton of fun watching this movie. It's actually a pretty good blockbuster type family friendly action adventure movie like as the as those go yeah this is this is pretty solid i watched it with my kids they were not bored at all they watched the entire thing they were sucked right into it we all talked about it afterwards it it, it was a pretty good movie you know I, I i'm not gonna rave about it or anything like that but it was pretty good i will say i think this is this movie would be a horrible entry point for someone who has no other experience with power rangers to then get all excited about the series and be like, I'm going to watch everything Power Rangers ever. And then go back and <laughs> that's, get that's funny. Power Rangers. Super disappointed because it's, <laughs> it's not this dark, the sort of dark, sort of gritty thing that like has a few jokes in it. It's more like this dumb dopey thing that has a few dark moments in it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot closer to what what's going on. Yeah. I will say, um, this did fall into the, uh, not enough Power Ranger in going on mold that the movies seem to take on. My first complaint, everybody. Here, here's my here's my question though, because you might you might actually know the answer to this. Are they planning a sequel? Okay, that's that's funny that you bring that up because I was going to talk about that since Hasbro did buy the rights 
to the Power Rangers franchise for $500 million, by the way, so they're not doing nothing with it. Uh, they're going to do something. One would think. Yeah. But that means they have the rights to the to the TV show, and that's obviously going to keep going. And the right. toys. They, they were distributing the toys and shit before, but now they own the whole thing. So there was... They mentioned, like, oh, yeah, we're, we might do a movie. We might do that kind of stuff, you know. So there was never... It wasn't like, hey, we are doing a movie. Oh, my God. Are they going to do another reboot if they do a movie? Okay, and that's that's the thing. People were like, oh, my God, they're doing a sequel. Like, you sent me that link. And I'm like, I'd heard about it, but I'm like, is it is it official now? And then I read it, and I'm like, no, it's still not technically official. Uh, all they mentioned, just a casual mention of, yeah, we're probably going to make some movies. So nobody knows what they will do with it yet, if they're going to reboot it or do a sequel. And I don't know, I don't know which I prefer, I, honestly. Okay, here's my take <laughs> on that. If they do a reboot... It's going to be another goddamn Power Rangers movie where they don't get their powers until the last 30 minutes of the movie. Right, right. So, yeah, that's why I'm like, uh, I... Do a sequel. You've got a good cast. I don't know. One of them murdered somebody, didn't they? So he's probably in jail. No, I think that that, that was a cast um, on one of the seasons. Oh, that was a TV yeah, show. Yeah, that thing. was Wild Force. Oh, the well, Red Ranger. Great. <laughs> Who cares then? I mean, you have a solid cast. That whole cast is rock solid. I didn't have a problem with any of their acting. And I, I was going to ask if it, what you thought of them because I, well, I really liked the th- cast. This, yeah. this is the one thing I can say about this movie, despite the despite the lack of rangering up. What's good about it is, see, in all the previous movies, when they weren't rangered up, they had to act. And none of them could act very well. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. This group actually could act. And so I didn't mind watching them for 90 minutes while they got ready to become the Power Rangers. I was actually engaged because they're not bad actors. Yeah, two of them aren't even actors, which is crazy. And the action yeah. and the action was pretty tight and the, the training was, was fun with them getting their asses stomped in real life. By those giant fucking suits. putties. Yeah, I, I liked the take on the putties. I thought that was fun. Made sense too because, you know, like rather than rather than having someone make them out of a machine you know she just summons them out of out of rock and which dirt. does kind of make sense but i do miss finster and i look if they had gone if they had decided to go the super camp way i think that's the way to go for sure he's a funny character mm-hmm. and stuff but they're going the more serious way i loved goldar i loved uh okay this has been bothering me since i watched the movie and i refuse i refuse to search imdb for this what the fuck is that actress's name who played Rita? Elizabeth Banks. Banks. That's yeah. it. I knew it was Elizabeth something. I and the funny thing is, I'm a fan. I've been a fan of hers since like uh oh shit. What was that for? Oh, uh, since uh, Slither. Oh, Slither. She was in Slither. That's right. Yes, I've been a fan of her since Slither. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Sure. I know she was in <laughs> stuff before that, but I just ha- she wasn't on my radar. That was the first thing I ever noticed her in, and I was like, oh my god, she's not only hot, but she can act too. You know. Right, and she seems to be a decent human being, so I can I can get behind that. Yeah, so cool. yeah, no, I like I thought she was great casting, and she really and and she really got into it. But at the same time, she walked the line there pretty well between over the top and believable. She was scary at times too, like that could scare the shit out of some kids, especially that first scene where you see her where she she fucking wakes up on the pile of fish and kills that guy. Like that's that's fucking scary. Yeah. It's it's good stuff. It's it's re- it's really good stuff. The setup with the kid from Stranger Things, Daker Montgomery, um, and uh, and and him standing up for the st- standing up for Billy, R.J. Kyler. Yes, uh, I know all their names because I'm a fucking dork. Well, like and and they kept the names of all the characters. I thought that was cool. Yep. Uh, Jason, Billy, Kim, uh, Kimberly, and whoever the other fucking two are trini and zach yeah ludy lynn and becky g yeah i i just i had a lot of fun i had a lot of fun at this movie and i think it's i think if they decide to stick with this theme 
of of do, this way of doing the uh the sh- the movies i think they could have a really good franchise like like an actually good i i can't say for successful but they could have a good franchise on their hands that would stand up to that would stand up to viewing by a casual mm-hmm. outsider as opposed to just the hardcore fans see and that's the thing this movie was good but it got fucking destroyed at the box office it did not do very well really and i know exactly almost well, most of the reason why part of the reason is oh power rangers who fucking wants to go see that guaranteed that's at least half of the people that didn't go see the movie that's why but the other half of the people that didn't go see the movie you know what they were seeing at the time that piece of shit beauty and the beast movie oh <laughs> which which i i tried and I, I I tried real hard, but it is no good. It's so it's fucking soulless. Have you seen that shit? I, no, I have no desire to see that. I will not see that. It was just on, and it had been on for a couple of minutes. Rachel was watching it, and I'm, I sit down and I, I watch the rest of it. And I'm like, this fucking sucks. No. Like like nobody gives two shits in this movie. <laughs> the kids in Power Rangers are actually fucking trying. Yeah, like they're really putting in a performance. The kid who I mean, the kid who played Billy like was really committing to it, and, and he's probably the best actor out of the bunch. I think, but I, but everyone everyone was doing a pretty good. I, I I think the worst of the group was probably um, was it Trini? Trini? Uh, yeah, the the, the short one, the yeah. Yellow Ranger. She uh, was she was probably the worst, just because her character never really got fleshed out. No, and she but she's not an actor either. She's a singer. So for for a for a musical artist, I think yeah. Yeah, pretty well, everybody, yeah. yeah. I then they cast her in the right part. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Why they would cast a singer is a fucking. I don't know. Yeah, Billy was definitely the standout of the whole thing. I like the I like the story arc with him and Jason and um, and Zordon, you know, sacrificing himself so that so that he could bring Billy back. Did you get sad when Billy died? I did. I did was, it's a, probably surprising. Right? I, I like, also got shit. really upset. I was like, "How come nobody's trying fucking CPR on him? Come on, what the hell? I know you all just took it last semester." I think. Well, I think Kimberly like went to do it, and then she touched his. She she felt his pulse and just goes, "He's dead." Well, you try that shit anyway. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? He stays dead. Well, they're in shock. Uh, a space witch just tried to kill all. So of then them. they decide to take a forty-five minute walk with the dead body over their shoulder. And one thing I have to okay, so their like super strength seems to be very inconsistent because <laughs> she's like, "Help me pick him up." I'm like, "Why does he weigh eight thousand pounds?" Like what? <laughs> You could pick him up with one hand and just throw him over your shoulder and walk by yourself. Yeah, I mean, re- realistically, any one of them could have just like, could have just like grabbed all four of his all four of his arms between their fingers like they were <laughs> yeah, like they right? were carrying a chicken or something like that. Yeah, and that's that's another thing I don't. Boy, my upbringing in rural America is <laughs> right. Really showing on me. We there. are we are all from the northwest. I can tell you that. Sorry, you were saying. <laughs> that's that, that's one thing that i i don't love i don't love the civilian powers thing like when they're not in the suits and they still have super strength and super incredible it is, it, jumping it is powers. a little inconsistent like i said it's it's a good movie it's not a great yeah movie. Right. i wish it was a great movie i really do well yeah but I, I couldn't mean, have, i couldn't have hoped for much better though honestly i go into every movie hoping it's a great movie like why would i want to waste my time on something that isn't great you know but so like i if if I if I, I I always kept thinking like if I if I got to do a Power Rangers movie how how different would anything be and I'm like as far as the substance like the characters and stuff nothing would be any different because I'm not good at coming up with character shit <laughs> like all I want to see the biggest the biggest absolute disappointment for me was that there was no real morphing sequence I wanted that hammy like them fucking taking their morphers and screaming the names of dinosaurs you know I actually I thought that that was what they were setting up. With the whole, with yeah. the whole having the difficulty, 
achieving, you know, accessing the morphing grid w- w- with them being unable to do that, I thought, oh, well, that's what they're setting up because, like, they'll need some sort of focus. Mm-hmm. And oh. that's why Damn they'll, they'll have the ritual. They'll a, develop that idea. in order to focus <laughs> themselves. And then they didn't do it. And I was... I was kind of disappointed. Like you still get an epic little morphing scene at the, like before the final battle, but it's just, it just isn't, it could have been way more epic, way cooler. So I hope like, like what they did with that Ninja Turtle sequel, I would be okay with it. It's like a soft reboot. It's still in the same timeline. It's a sequel to that first movie, but they changed just enough to make it, to separate it enough from the movie. So I would like them to do that. Like, okay, we have morphers now. Let's really, let's kind of bring in a little more of the cheese factor of the show. Just a little, just a little bit. I want, I want more. But wacky. if they do a soft reboot, it's I, like I said, it's gonna be the same thing. Even if they keep the cast and they I keep, know. like, it's gonna. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, that's what I want. It's gonna be 90 minutes of. This movie was over two hours, man. Yeah, it was like two hours and five <laughs> minutes or something like that. Two hours and three minutes with the credits. Though. Oh my God, you know it down to the minute. I do. Unbelievable. Well, you are I, such a nerd. I just watched it and I paused it and I happened to see like what it looked like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then it wasn't really two hours because nobody watches the whole credit sequence except no. super nerds like you. Did you watch after the credits a little bit to see the little little mid-credit sequence? No, I didn't see the mid-credit sequence. Have Marvel movies taught you nothing? You know what? I wrote a bunch of notes and I... I haven't like touched on all any of them yet. Well, holy fuck! Start working your way through them. <laughs> let's let's kind of go through the movie as, scene by scene as far as I can remember, because I've, I've I've seen this movie way too many times to be proud of at this point. Because I had to keep watching it to see if I to see if I you know. I, d- I did MST3K <laughs> this movie a little bit with the kids whenever a moment would come up. Oh, and you gotta! We're, we're watching and they're racing. They're they're racing to escape the uh, uh, the pursuing quarry security i guess oh yeah 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 <laughs> who is chasing them so fast that they're all everyone's life is in danger what the fuck is going on in that scene so all right whatever so they're chasing them then they knock down this crane to block the road okay why are they still racing after that they've they've effectively evaded the fuzz and now they're trying to beat the train and then the train hit him and i and I just started laughing. I was like, the end. Roll credit. But it's not the end because they have superpowers. <laughs> that would that would have made me laugh my ass off, though, if they had actually just ended the movie there. After five minutes? Yes. I guess it was like ten minutes, but still. And then just had and then just had <laughs> ninety minutes of credits. Ugh. <laughs> you're you're a cruel, cruel person. But at the beginning, fucking Zordon kills the dinosaurs, man. Technically, Alpha killed the dinosaurs. Well, Zordon told him to. Yeah, it was under Zordon's orders. So is it was Alpha Zordon's bitch like the whole time? Like a little a slave robot? I don't know that he didn't come off like a slave. He came off more like a personal assistant. Okay, I'll give you that one. And I think Bill Hader was the one casting choice I really didn't like in this movie. Really? He's- yeah, and I love Bill Hader. <laughs> I really do. But his voice was super distracting. Who do you want? Tony Shalhoub instead? I don't know. I just didn't want Alpha. I mean, they toned Alpha down significantly, but then the voice didn't match it. Because, like, he's supposed to be this ancient being. But he talks like Bill fucking Hater. But it's Power Rangers. So, it's okay. Yes, and if there had been more cheese in the whole movie, well, yeah. I would have. I would agree with you, but there wasn't. They actually played it pretty straight for most of the movie. Did you have to explain anything to your children about why it was funny that the guy tried to milk the cow? No, my kids are aware of okay, what a good. penis is. What? Yeah. 
I think that yeah, part's... The, the, yeah, the youngest one is 12. He's, oh, okay, He's okay. well familiar with milking milking his cow, if you know what I mean. Okay, so next question. Did they think it was funny? Yes. Need, okay, I was going to say yes, neither did I. Yes, there was a but... fair amount of laughter. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. I thought, I, thought, I, thought it was, I thought it was a strange choice of a joke for a Power Rangers movie, <laughs> but it, it made us all laugh. At all Jason, all anybody does in this movie is get into fucking car accidents. Do you notice that? Like, right, the, the cops come, and he runs and gets in his truck, and then he fucking tries to dodge a garbage truck, and then he hits the fucking car, and then he flips over, then he hurts his leg and gets arrested and all that shit, and then not 10 minutes later, they're all getting chased by those fucking, the, the quarry security, <laughs> the quarry and then they security. get hit by a train, and then later on, Jason's dad fucking gets, you know, his, his truck's about to blow up, so he Their flips it over. Their insurance premiums must be through the roof. Right, okay, and yeah, uh, just, yeah. What a nightmarish hellscape to live in in the Power Rangers universe. <laughs> Fucking this, wow. Okay, okay. The one, the one, the one thing that I <laughs> that I thought like like the one really eye rolling moment of the movie was at the end. They've defeated Rita. They've smacked her to the moon, which was a nice <laughs> touch, by the way. Yes, yes. And the Megazord starts doing that little dance in the middle of town. I call it the algebra. I'm sorry. Have we forgotten that like forty thousand people were just killed? There, that, there were more deaths in that in in the in those thirty minutes than there were on nine eleven. But uh, I, we we didn't see anybody die. So for all we know, they could have all escaped. Statistically impossible. Come on, li- molten gold is flowing over everything. Shit is getting blown up left and right. Giant, you know, two thousand pound stone people are being crushed and thrown <laughs> through the air. That. That is a topic for the dark and gritty sequel that they're going to make. Yeah, and, and you and know, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> the world should have turned on the Power Rangers at this point because they do things like that stupid ass dance. Now all the Power Rangers are—they have PTSD and they're fucking beating their kids and shit. <laughs> Every time their kids watch Transformers, they're like, "Turn that shit off!" and they slap them. <laughs> Why are you watching Godzilla? Oh my god. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. That. Um, Child abuse is not funny, by the way. It's hilarious when it's in movies. <laughs> it's not funny in real life. Oh no! In movies, come on, that's just that's just good family fun. Oh yeah. Didn't didn't you live through the eighties, man? That's true. No, I didn't. Literally every movie was <laughs> rape or child abuse. Like that is true. But I I, I was only alive. It was in the 80s all it was years. all slapsticky hilarity. Ha 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 ha. So also fucking Power Rangers Breakfast Club Force. That's what I call it. Yes. Uh, my, my kids are huge <laughs> Breakfast Club fans, and they actually looked at me and were like, are they just doing the Breakfast Club? <laughs> they are doing exactly it was, that. It was it was very Breakfast Club-y. There are shots taken directly from fucking Breakfast Club, like yes. that, that where he's in the car talking to his dad, and he's like, what are you, yep. now, now what are you going to do with your life? I had scouts coming. Blah. That, was, that was straight out of Breakfast Club. And then when... So Emilio Estevez is sitting there and Claire walks in and he gives her that stupid look. Yeah. There was no Judd Nelson character though, god damn it. Well, I think that that little ginger kid who got slapped in the face was trying to be the Judd Nelson character, but he sucks. Yeah, maybe that was maybe that was their commentary on Judd Nelson's character because honestly, <laughs> Judd Nelson's character was a dick and completely deserved to get the shit kicked out of him. But at the same at the same time, it's like he's he he's so compelling. But yeah, like if you did that character now, yeah. He should get the, he sh- he should he should get slapped in the face in front of everybody and you know just tossed across the room. I know, and then he tries to break Billy's wrist later, just like right in the middle of the hallway. What kind of fucking weird shit is that? I I did love the headbutt. That was that was pretty awesome. It was, it was weirdly edited together though. Did you see like it's like his head moved and then it like did a weird Frenchy jump cut 
and then he was just on the floor. Oh, I, I did not. <laughs> like, I did not. I did not notice. I wasn't paying real close attention to fine points like that because this is basically a summer blockbuster, even though it didn't bust any blocks. Fucking Beauty and the Beast. I blame Disney. But Absolutely. but that really is what it is. And at this point, summer blockbusters have come to be defined by Michael Bay. And sadly, Michael Bay is by far the best of them. Well, I, I, if you talk numbers, definitely. <laughs> no, if you if, if, if you talk film craft, Michael Bay actually, he, he understands well, putting an too. image together. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't understand subtext and he doesn't understand tone and he doesn't understand <laughs> using things for effect. He, he only understands putting together a compelling image. But it is the one thing he does really well is put together a compelling image. So consequently, he's one of the best practitioners of the schlocky Michael Bay movie. And since Jerry Bruckheimer died... Um, mm-hmm. he's like the, he's the best summer blockbusters have to offer, you know, and now everything is pale imitations of Michael Bay. Jesus Christ. That's what we've been reduced to. <laughs> that's very sad. Yes. Remember when Steven Spielberg invented the blockbuster and Jaws was a block, was the, was the defining moment in blockbuster history. And it was actually both compelling and well crafted. Well, he had a re- he had a blockbuster recently. He had Ready Player One come out. Yeah, and Spielberg has fallen into the trap just as bad as almost oh, yeah. anybody else. Oh my God! I saw a uh, I can't remember if it was like Nerd Writer or who it was a YouTube video where a guy was talking about the problem with using the Iron Giant in Ready Player One and how it could have. Did you see Ready Player? No, One? No, not yet. I haven't seen it. Well, they use they use the Iron Giant in Ready Player One, and and he talks about how because the whole setup is that there's this giant corporation that's trying to take over the Oasis, you know, um, the the virtual reality world that everyone lives in, and there's this war between the people who really love the Oasis and the people who are trying to take over the Oasis, and how there's this disconnect between the fandom of the culture of the Oasis. The culture of the Oasis is is mostly based around fandom, mm-hmm. right? Of our own cultural fandom for stuff from like the 80s and 90s and stuff like that. But the problem is there's a moment where the guy who's heading up this whole corporate movement is trying to convince the main character mm-hmm. of the movie who's heading up the revolution to try and take it back from them. He's trying to convince them that they want what's they each want the same thing. What they want is they want they want the Oasis to be the best thing it can be, you know? And it, and it all comes down to like movie trivia, basically. And how it does, they never take the time to show the disconnect between simply knowing movie trivia and actually loving the culture it represents. Mm-hmm. It just comes down to knowing movie trivia or not knowing movie trivia. It's basically the scene from uh, Airheads where they're at the door with the record, with a, <laughs> with, with, where they're at the door with Harold Ramis and they're like, who did you who did you support when Van Halen broke up? Yeah, he, he's like, I went with the band. Ah, he's a, he's a cop. He's a cop. <laughs> it was that scene only the, only the whole movie hinged on it rather than just a funny scene. Okay, blockbusters are so degraded at this point that like I wasn't even I, I wasn't even giving a thought to whether there was any f- quality to the filmmaking. It was all just whether or not it bored me to death, and it didn't. It totally had me engaged, start to finish. Which is pretty much the best thing you can say for a blockbuster nowadays. Yeah, right. And uh, have you seen Chronicle? I have. Yes, I. Uh, I actually just bought the director's cut, which I, I haven't say, watched yet. I hope you liked it because that movie's fucking awesome. No, I loved it. Did this movie remind you at all of Chronicle? It should because I'm pretty sure they stole all the all that idea, like of them finding the fucking thing underwater and in the in the rocks from Max Landis, who I believe wrote the original 
draft of the script for this. Well, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I mean, especially if he wrote if he wrote the first draft of the script. Max Max Landis is a, is is a really great idea guy. Uh, I I heard him pitch uh, <laughs> on the I heard him pitch on a podcast. I won't say which podcast, just because brings up a lot of ugly shit that's going on. But I heard him pitch on a podcast this amazing Peter Pan story, focusing on Captain Hook as the hero of the story and Peter Pan as a serial killer psychopath character. And Captain Hook is trying to rescue these kids with Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that he might have stolen that idea from a comic book. Oh, really? A graphic novel. Because it was a great idea. Or from Once Upon a Time. Because Peter Pan is a psycho in that movie. Now, this show. is years ago. This oh, okay, is okay. Several, this is like quite a few years ago. Might, might be, this might be like immediately post-Chronicle. Okay, so yeah, not, not Once Upon a Time then. But the, I think the graphic novel happened before that. But I don't know. He he might not be stealing ideas. I might just be being a dick to Max Landis. Sorry. <laughs> well, sir. the I mean the idea of a <laughs> the idea of doing an evil Peter Pan isn't wholly original. My my son was actually uh, he was he was in the drama club at school and he and he played a pretty nasty version of Peter Pan in a play <laughs> that they that they played. It, it, this is this is how it went right. Like after the after the. After the performance, a lot of the parents of girls in the drama club went to the drama teacher and said, "Keep that boy the fuck away from my kid." Oh, was he? Was he just that good? Yeah, being being creepy. He was Peter really. Pan. He was really. <laughs> he committed hard. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like the idea of a of a creepy kind of like almost horror esque <laughs> Peter Pan story <laughs> like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm into it. I like flipping shit on its head, kind of. Yeah, it's it's kind of getting done to death at this point, yeah. but yeah, when you see it done well, it's a lot of fun. One thing I never got is that Chronicle sequel. You wanted a Chronicle sequel? Yeah, fuck yeah, I wanted a. Well, I, I wanted, don't. I, don't oh, I wanted like, a I don't, good I don't one. Need a Chronicle sequel? I, I I think Chronicle is a great story on its own, and there's no need to milk it for more cash. No, it, no, and I I don't think it would it wouldn't hold up to the original at all. That's the thing. Like, but. if you can, th- there's a there's an old axiom. It doesn't apply anymore, but it used to in Hollywood. At, as much as I hate to say it, I kind of wish we could go back to old Hollywood in that way at least. Which is, is this the most interesting thing that's ever happened to this character? And if not, why aren't we telling that story? Because that story might not make any money. All the training stuff we mentioned already, and it was it was fun to watch them get their asses kicked, and then that was fun. A bunch of kind of dumb jokes. And again, you get a lot, all these nice character moments with all these guys and girls. I want to be inclusive here. Like Bill Hader's like different colored, different colored, like, did he say different colored coins and different colored kids or whatever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> different colored coins, different colored kids. <laughs> Which made me laugh. And I, I would, I wanted a little bit more self-awareness like that. I really <laughs> wanted the Black Ranger to be black because I wanted that joke of well, they like, did. They did that joke. Kind like, of. I'm, I'm black. No, no you're not. not. <laughs> I am. But no. Yeah, that that was kind of a kind of a nod to it. But I really wanted that. Like, I wanted I wanted an Asian Yellow Ranger and a black Black Ranger. And Zordon like gives them the powers, and then they're like, "Well, why am I this?" And he he doesn't get it because <laughs> because Zordon it, is Zordon. And Zordon doesn't an, have the yeah. cultural yeah. awareness of it. <laughs> <laughs> it would just, it would it would have just been a funny joke for me. I mostly knew exactly what this movie was going to kind of look like before it even came out because the new lion's well, you, was doing plus it. you've been following everything about it since before it came out well that too but I, I didn't see any i didn't see any like footage of it until the trailer 
came out like everybody else. I just knew that it was going to be like there's no, going to be some angsty teens. Nobody else saw the trailer. Nobody else. Nobody saw else the ever. No. I'm sure they did because I went to I went to work the next day and everybody was like, "Hey man, did you see that Power Rangers trailer?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I did. I watched it like five times." And they were like, <laughs> "Okay, get away from me, loser." <laughs> No, I, 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 I do I do remember seeing it and thinking, oh, wow, it actually looks like they're doing a serious take on Power Rangers. And I, I, I could tell it was Power Rangers. I actually kind of got a little bit excited because the idea of a serious take on Power Rangers was kind of cool. I've liked the idea. I, I told you about that idea my brother had to do a serious take on Power Rangers, like a really dark R-rated oh, take yeah, on yeah. Power Rangers, to, which, of course, will never happen, but it is a great idea. No, PG-13 is perfect Power Rangers rating if you want to go a little dark, a little more violent. Yeah, I think... I I think PG thirteen is all we'll ever see. We'll never we'll never see an R rated power. I just Rangers just movie. give me make a sequel, but fucking give me a morphing sequence, please. Again, like please. I said, they totally set it up that you could do a morphing sequence. The way they built that whole dynamic, I would have sworn to you that they were going to do a morphing sequence. Well, I think the perfect place would have been when when they you know they couldn't get the morphing to work. That's fine. And then they go and fight Rita at the shipyard. I thought it would have been perfect for them all to do that thing. You know how they all run on? You've seen the show enough. I don't know if they, they've ever done this. Like the, all five of them run on screen and then they do that little thing. And then they're like, hey, you get the, you know, whatever, whatever fucking dumb line they say. Let's. <laughs> and then, then they do the, like a soft, it's morphing time. And then they do the morphing sequence and then they still get their asses kicked because they're not quite the team yet and that that's what they can still go with that like the morphing grid and your powers are stronger if you're a team and you all like care about each other and stuff and yeah. that's why they lost that first fight and then billy can still die somehow like rita can like kick his ass right well i think that's i think i think that's something they could still do in the sequel because there's there's still a lot that needs to go on with them they had billy's death to unite them for the first story but yes. they're still they're still just a new team and they could still have struggles that divide them and break them apart and even though they're maybe able to access the morphing grid their powers aren't at full capacity and maybe that's what that's the the thing they need to overcome that needs to be their arc in the second movie well the second movie is going to have the green ranger in it i think whether any of us want it or not I think I think that uh, my son was actually we were talking about it afterwards, and he said he thinks they're probably going to do uh, Green with Evil for a sequel. And they should, they should. They set it up at, in that post credit sequence. I think that was just kind of oh, a I didn't see, Easter I egg. didn't see the post credit. Oh sequence. yeah, that's right. Uh, they were all back in detention, and and then the the teacher is just like, hey, Tommy Oliver, Tommy Oliver, and he's not there, and it just kind of zooms in, and there's a bunch of green shit everywhere, and it, just, <laughs> and it zooms in on like his empty chair with his green jacket with like a dragon logo on it. So and then like people, a lot of people I, who I, saw I, the. I, I gotta say this: they gotta pick. They gotta do some toit casting for Tommy. No shit, not whoever, I don't know they, whoever they do. They gotta cast him right. But a lot of people think that oh, like he's not there because he like he found the fucking power coin, and that's why he, it's making him all evil and turning into a shithead. So that's why he's not in detention right now because he found the power coin. Oh. I like that. And I'm like that's an, that's an interesting idea. So there's we your just, fan there's your fan theory yeah, for so the episode. Could, that would be nice if they just if they did the sequel and they picked it up right there, just like right at the end, and like he finds the thing and and Zed shows up because and Rita will be back eventually, but Z Lord Zed has to be the villain if they do a sequel to this. <laughs> I I would be interested to see what what a what a modern serious take on Zed would be. A little nervous. H.R. <laughs> Geiger's dead. So we can't get anything super cool out of him. Oh, dude, you'd never get it. You'd never get an HR Geiger design for a PG thirteen movie. Come That's on, true. they're too sexual. Well, Rita did lick Trini's face. Yeah, that was hot. Yeah, it was kind of hot. Becky G's pretty cute. Huh? <laughs> 
I like her a lot. I don't know why. Elizabeth Banks just like phew. also hot and sort of hot as the creepy reader Repulsa a little bit. Well, in, once in she that tight one, green leather. Once she once she went into her full you know former Power Ranger mode, th- then yeah, yeah. The 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 early creepy shots were pretty creepy. Like she was, she was pretty it, gross. It was actually scary. Yeah, and I'm like so they've already they've already done that, so they do have to top it. If they did Lord Zed, he'd have to be creepy. Like that brain needs to be really fucking prominent. I think. Speaking of speaking of prominent brains, you know what I watched the other day with my kids? I watched uh, uh, Toby Hooper's Invaders from Mars. Have you seen that movie? I haven't. It, in it, in it, the Supreme Lieutenant, which feels contradictory <laughs> to me, the Supreme Lieutenant of the Martian Invaders is a brain that is attached to basically a tongue that comes out of the ship, and he looks like fucking Krang, man. Nice. He That's looks good. just like him, and. Uh, the funny thing about it is we we were talking about it because uh, I, I watched it with my kids night before last because last night I watched Power Rangers. Night before last, we watched Invaders from Mars. And they were saying, gosh, you know, this is really a horror movie. It's clearly aimed at kids. Oh, is it? Is it, is it more yeah. of a kid movie? Oh, no. Invaders from Mars is clearly aimed at kids. Nice. Yet it is a horror movie. That, was, remember, that was the 80s, though. I remember right? watching it when I was a kid and being kind of horrified by it because it has a real dark ending and everything. And um, yeah, and just the reason, the reason I thought about that in relation to uh, the Power Rangers is because... It would be cool to do Power Rangers with a little bit of horror in it and have them overcome that horror, you know, with their teamwork and stuff. You know, I mean, it's a good it's a good message for kids, mm-hmm. you know, like the things that scare you because, you know, I mean, honestly, it, and, and I know this is this idea like like reflexively would rub some people the wrong way and, and Hollywood would probably never go anywhere <laughs> near it. But the idea of Tommy, the Green Ranger, doing green with evil, you're dealing with you having kids dealing with another kid who's going through some stuff and you know you could really tackle the uh, uh, school shooter thing like in a thematic way I don't mean not 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 not, not, not actually going to go shoot up a school way necessarily <laughs> but you could tackle that sort of that sort of a theme and I think it could resonate with you know it, it could resonate with kids I, I don't think anyone would ever do it I don't think any studio would ever green light that but I think it, you could actually make a genuinely compelling Power Rangers movie that way. And they have a they have a template. If they did go the Green with Evil route, they have a template. They have five whole episodes. Well, I Obviously, think, I, I think you could scrap a lot of what went on. I was there, gonna say they're but, not gonna they're not gonna have Bulk and Skull in a in a weird little van getting <laughs> shaken around by Goldar. First they're driving in the forest, then they're driving on the beach. <laughs> oh shit. Speaking of I was watching I was watching some of the Jew Ranger stuff. The Radbug is in fucking Jew Ranger. They took that from the Sentai footage. The rad bug? Billy's flying car. Oh, oh. Yeah. It's there's like a So that what that they actually took that right from Yeah, the apparently original. I did not know that. It's driven by a dimension hopping scientist guy who <laughs> and his wife who are who are accompanying their king everywhere and they're trying to stop Bandora, who is Rita, from doing shit to the to like earth one or whatever yeah i just i just so i got really rad, excited it was the, pretty funny the rad bug really really had to be there yep apparently <laughs> like what the fuck that Why? is the only logical explanation for having that car there Whew. yeah i this shit is weird man <laughs> <laughs> well i got I, I i don't know what else you have to say on the subject but i i, I will say i will say this if they make a sequel and they keep this cast i'll be there for the sequel I will show up in the theater to see the sequel. I will probably pace around the mall for another three hours. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I will. 
uh, no, now I'm not as nervous because I know they they're at least competent, and then if it's the same people, you know, if it's if it's uh, Dean Israelite. Yeah, that is a weird ass name. And then I believe the guy who didn't the guy who direct directed the second Ninja Turtles movies in his name Neil Israel, or is that the one who directed like one of the older Ninja Turtles movies? I, I can't have remember. No fucking clue. So Neil Israel directed Surf Ninjas, not fucking Ninja Turtles. I'm a dumbass. I don't even know how to feel about Surf Ninjas. I kind of missed it when I was a kid, but now it seems like the kind of movie that I could go back to and have some fun with. Well, we should do that at some point because I fucking love that movie. And not because it's good, but because probably, uh, I'm sure if I saw it as an adult and having not seen it as a kid, I would think it was the biggest piece of shit ever. But I See, what I expect is I expect something like um, uh, Sidekicks. Uh, yeah, it's. I think it's. I think it's. It might be better than Sidekicks in that, a little bit. In that but, vein, you know, like like yeah. like, it's implausible, but it's so you know so quintessentially eighties, you know, with with kids doing doing things that kids have no business doing, and everybody's just on board with it, and you just kind of are like, oh yeah, no, this is happening. Yep, it, it's it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the kid that they cast in Surf Ninjas was. Are I you, had seen him in something else, and was like, oh no, he's a real martial artist. You did you see? You didn't see Ninja Turtles too? Uh, he was in Red Sonia. He was the little. He was the prince kid. Oh, that's probably what it was. <laughs> I loved Red Sonia when I was a kid. I you know I haven't watched it as an adult, but I have it on laserdisc. It was it was a, a birthday present from my ex girlfriend. It's one of my treasured laserdiscs, but I still haven't watched it. Get on it, man! I need, I need to watch that. I have not yeah. seen Red Sonia in years. It confused me as a kid because I thought it was like a Conan sequel because Arnold Schwarzenegger plays essentially the same character in it. Yeah, that, it, <laughs> it, it is weird that he plays Conan, but they didn't call him Conan. Yeah, and I, I've, I, I don't know. And Red Sonja and Conan were, you know, constant crossovers. Yeah, right? That's weird. Doesn't make any sense. Whatever, dude. Whatever. <laughs> the 80s was a fucking weird time. Then the 90s kind of got weirder, and then they stopped. They just got boring for a while. So I do have to... What do you think of all their backstories? Like, all of their backstories made complete and total sense... And so did Kimberly's, but there's no fucking resolution to her shit. Do you know, you know what I mean? I, I think they did a very poor job with that because it all happened through exposition. Mm-hmm. They could have given her two minutes at the beginning of the movie to have that story, you know, or at least to hint at it so that when she explained it, it wasn't foreign. It wasn't completely out of left field. Because as I was watching, I still honestly, I couldn't recap the story for you. Of what happened. Something happened with a photo online. That's it. That's all I could Mm -hmm. tell you. Her friend sent her a a sexy photo of herself. It's it sounds like. And then she then sent it off to a guy, a boy named Ty with the text saying, is this who you want to bring home to your mom? And then Ty is also a douche and sent it off to one person and then another person sent it to other you know and it just and made its way around hit, the school once it once it hits the internet it's there forever <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah they did not handle that well as, as far as like the storytelling perspective but like they didn't there was no resolution well that's storytelling again kimberly sucks <laughs> like at the end when she's flying around blowing up the putties and one of the one of the putty arms lands on those girls cars she's like that's what you get i'm like wait no you were the bitch in that situation <laughs> You were the bad person. I mean, granted, they could have handled it yeah. a little better too. But you are the bad person here. You're the bad guy. So why are you? I don't. I don't fucking know. Yeah, they. Yeah, they didn't handle. They didn't handle that the best. It could have all been. It could have all been done really well and made her a really sympathetic character, despite having been the bad guy in the story. You know, it could have been one of those things like, don't let that moment define you, and don't don't let it. Don't let yourself. Basically, basically, I think I think that what the gist of it should have been is. You can be better than that person you were. 
Well, that you know, I, I think you, Jason you, actually says that, but he of. doesn't. He doesn't word it quite right. No, he no. he didn't word it quite right in my opinion. To where it, it was more like, yeah, just ignore that. Yeah, he's just like, get over it. Yeah, which I yeah. think I I think the emphasis more should have been yes, you know, like owning owning it, but also overcoming it because because you have to strive to be a better person than you were yesterday. Not because it doesn't matter. It does matter. And you do need to try and make amends for those kinds of things. But at the same time, you, you can try today to be a better person than you were yesterday. Yeah, I feel like they were going for that, but they just didn't quite. Yeah, there were, well, they yeah. were too busy in that scene trying to get Kimberly and Jason to make out because that's a deleted scene. Oh really? Which was also in the trailer, by the way. I yeah, I mean, I could have been fine with that, but at the same at the same time, like yeah, yeah, you need to resolve that shit because that's sort of her that's sort of her arc, and and it, and it doesn't get resolved at all. At all, right? Nothing. So that 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 that's one of the only character moments that actually annoys me. Like everything else actually makes sense. Like Zordon's kind of a dick, but like I understand them, why he's a got, dick. <laughs> some of them got pretty short shrift, but at least at least there was. Like it was coherent, whereas Kimberly's thing wasn't really coherent. Right, right. But those two were bitches anyway, so fuck them too. <laughs> I don't like Mean Girls, man. I think I like the movie. I'm not sure though. I haven't seen it in a long time. So back to your notes. Power talking, of, talking about Power Rangers, like decent human beings. <laughs> so the, I I I got really annoyed that the first fight with the putties was in the fucking water. <laughs> but it's it's it seems very deliberate as far as the filmmakers go, because when I was listening to the commentary, they were talking about it and they're like, it's kind of, kind of like them emerging, like, like them, like being reborn out of the water. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. I still, still don't love that it had to be in the water, but at least it, you explained it to me. So it makes a little bit more sense. Like, I understand that you did it on purpose and it wasn't just a really I, dumb decision. I, I, I love that the filmmakers are getting, are, are getting artistic about, about power. Rangers. <laughs> yeah, I know. As, about it, them fighting as, if rock the, as if the rest of the movie justifies that. Decision. Like, well, you see, we made a piece of art that's loaded with subtext and nuance, isn't it? Though, not really. <laughs> it's like it's like listening to Sylvester Stallone talk about Rambo. Have you seen First Blood? No, Have, not that do you one. Remember the original First no, Blood? Not that one. That one makes sense. He talks about Rambo Four, <laughs> like it's like it's Rocky, and it it's it's fucking hilarious. Rambo Four was a good movie. I man. love I love Stallone, man. I don't care. As that, that was that was a, that was a solid movie, but it was no first blood. I was gonna say there's no there's no there's no deeper meanings in that fucking movie. Let's <laughs> let's say that. And he kind of tries to, but maybe maybe when he was writing it, that's what he felt. So whatever, I'll I'll, I'll let him have it. <laughs> he's smarter and richer than I am. So, well, he's richer anyway. He's more business savvy. That's for sure. Oh shit! Yeah, man. I didn't I didn't make a porn and then all of a sudden get famous. Have you heard of all the, all the fuckery he's done? Like the reason he has so many goddamn writing credits? No. Well, he wrote, he wrote a script. He wrote a script that was an excellent script. Rocky is an amazing piece of work. It really is. And then he was the biggest star in the world for a minute. Well, he knew how to capitalize on it. And so consequently, whenever he got attached to a movie, he was like, and I want a writing credit. Fair enough, I guess. And they gave it to him. (laughs) And then when he, when he did a movie, uh, he did a movie called, fist with i've heard of it uh that um uh the writer oh fuck what's his name joe esterhaus joel esterhaus wrote uh the writer of basic instinct and um and flash dance (laughs) that amazing piece of writing (laughs) um no joel esterhaus wrote wrote this movie fist and stallone was like and i want a writing credit on it and esterhaus was pissed (laughs) 
and because he didn't write shit. And then, but they were like, no, I'm not going to let my image be used on the uh, book marketing unless I get a writing credit. So he, they were like, look, we're giving him the writing credit and a story. And Esther House was like, fuck you, but okay. And then the movie tanks at the box office and Stallone <laughs> is like, you know, I've been, I've been stealing the thunder of a man who really, who, who really didn't deserve to, to have it stolen. From <laughs> what him. a dick. He's, he, he's a great writer and I really shouldn't have, I, I really shouldn't have taken the writing credit for this movie. And Esther House was like, Dude, he did the right thing. And the producer was like, are you fucking stupid? He's distancing himself from this piece of shit that <laughs> tanked at the box office. Was it really a piece of shit? I don't know. I've never seen okay, it. Okay, me neither. I saw it at a pawn shop once, but I didn't get it for some reason. I, but it was a box office bomb in a big way. I want to see <laughs> Rhinestone. I've not seen Rhinestone, but I know I, that... I, I want to see Rhinestone. You know, I was actually just thinking about Rhinestone this week for some reason. I, just, I don't even remember why I was thinking about it, <laughs> but I was thinking rhinestone you know maybe i was maybe i was searching laser discs on ebay and rhinestone came up show me stallone singing country music and sequins and i'm all over it dude uh, it's, you had me at starring starring sylvester stallone and dolly parton i'm there yeah i i can guarantee that movie's gonna be awful but <laughs> it has to be in the best way possible that's that's my hope so while I didn't love that the first fight was in the water, that first fight with the putties was actually pretty cool. The action scenes are pretty good in the movie. For yeah, the, the action part, scenes are in general. The action scenes are pretty tight. I uh, I don't have I don't have any complaints on that front. I, the my only complaint is that I want more. Yeah, I want more of it. God damn it! And I want consequences for the action scenes. If you're going to do a <laughs> gritty version of Power Rangers, I want those action scenes to have consequences in the real world. I want the Power Rangers to be facing public backlash. No, they get praised at the end, but then maybe that's just like a couple days later, and then maybe maybe if they do a sequel, I'm just I'm they they might they might no, get well like, maybe they do maybe they save the city three or four more mm-hmm. times, and then the public starts to get pissed because every time every time the Power Rangers save the city, it's from it's from a, a giant monster, and then it becomes a sort of a Batman situation where it's like, well, did their appearance start causing these giant monsters to show up? What's the what's the chicken and the egg situation here? And suddenly the public maybe isn't on their side, and they got to come. <laughs> back from it i want real world consequences for these for these fights that are killing thousands and thousands of people <laughs> but you know what's probably actually going to happen the same thing that happened in the show when it's the same timeline and a little girl's like i saw a monster and then some lady's like there's no such things as monsters and it's like the seventh season I'm like um <laughs> there's no such thing as monsters except those ones that destroy the city every week i'm like that doesn't make any sense i'm sure that that'll fun if, if they go in, in any direction it'll be that one <laughs> god i hope not I would really, I would love to see that. I would love to see this take off as a franchise that is financially successful, and they get to make more of these movies. Because honestly, the Marvel movies and stuff are just as soulless, mm-hmm. you know, in terms in terms of they're just cash grabs. So this is a pretty good cash grab. Why not make more movies that are that that are actually kind of cool, right? And my thought originally they 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 were like. This this is going to be a seven movie arc. They said, I'm "Like what?" Yeah, that was that was before Universal tanked on their dark universe, and people realized that these things could fail. Yeah, but what I'm what I'm thinking, like, okay, so do they do they have like just a strong trilogy of Mighty Morphin movies, and then just kind of call it after that, or They'll never call it until they until they stop making money? Kay. That much is certain because we've already introduced the Zeo Crystal, right? So we have a sequel that's basically green with evil, and now how to how to how to attack that. Do we have like the first half of the movie? He's the bad guy, and then the second half, he's finally good, and then they team up against whatever, and then he loses his powers at the end of the movie, and then in the third movie, he comes back as the White Ranger. 
right? Do, do, do they do that? Or is he the Green Ranger all through the third movie and then loses his powers and then what do we do then? Or does he lose his powers halfway through and then become the White Ranger halfway through the third movie? Like, what the fuck? I don't think you have him lose his powers at the end of the second movie. I think you have him keep his powers because then you got that triumphal ending to the second movie and it feels it's a good... And they'll they'll want this if they do a sequel. They'll want now that they've seen that the shared universe thing is not a sure thing, that the seven sequels isn't a sure thing. They'll want to be able to cl- to wrap it up at the end of episode two if it doesn't make any money. They'll want to be able to just walk away from it. But then, if it does make money, then you have your perfect opening for part three. You know, you can you can have him lose his powers at the beginning of the movie, and then it it, it all fits. If they're if they're gonna if they're gonna try and Star Wars trilogy the thing, I think it's just too risky right now because because the public's getting tired of shared universes. It, excessive market saturation oh, is taking its toll, uh. and it's it's just it's just a risky time to to jump off something like that, especially when you have a first movie that didn't perform like they wanted, like they probably wanted it to. It is gonna be one of those movies that finds its audience on home video home video. DVD, Blu-ray, <laughs> streaming services. You mean? Oh yeah, those. So let's things. face it. That's where it's happening. Oh yeah. At least it's on Hulu right now. It's on Hulu. Go watch it. It is, and, and you know, and you could you could do worse than to than than to spend an afternoon with your kids Whoops. watching Power Rangers. I dropped my phone. I got it. Don't look at me like that, man. I feel, I, I feel that disappointed stare. I'm not disappointed. <laughs> I, I just I'm I, I'm disappointed in life right now. Well, no, just the environment at the moment. You do seem a little down, man. It's it's this fucking smog, man. I, I for those of you who aren't Spokane residents, the 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 two of you listening who aren't our family and friends, uh, Spokane is fucking smog city right now. It's awful. It smells like a barbecue outside. No, it's and, like fucking California. Gross. Yeah, it's disgusting, and it, it's really <laughs> bumming me out because apparently this is what we've got to look forward to every summer for the rest of our lives. Now, will this make you feel better? There was a the 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 Transformers reference. Did you did you pick up on that? No, I must have missed it. He grabs a fucking Camaro and throws it at one of the one of the a bunch of putties, and he's like, "Sorry, Bumblebee." Oh, I did get that. That's <laughs> right. I did. I did. I did hear that at the time, but I just I, I I so dislike the Transformers movies that it's completely put me off to Transformers. Fair enough. I won't make you do those. Or I saw. Maybe, I or saw, maybe I will. I saw some kind of a trailer <laughs> the other day, and the guy narrating it was very clearly Optimus Prime. Oh, Bumble! There's a Bumblebee movie coming out. No, it was not a trailer no? for a Bumblebee movie. Oh, okay, and it might it might have been like something really old for all I remember. I because I don't remember at all what that what it was that I was seeing. But whatever it was, it was definitely Optimus Prime because it's been the same guy since the '80s. Peter doing Optimus Prime, yeah. and so his voice is unmistakable. And it was definitely him narrating it. But it wasn't. It definitely wasn't Transformers. Interesting for sure. And it was just so bizarre to hear his voice outside of the Transformers. Wouldn't it be though? Yeah, I don't. I don't I've never heard his voice not attached to Transformers, and, and not that I know of, at least. Yeah, because I mean, because he's been do, he's been doing that shit since I was since I was preschool. So if if he dies or something, what's gonna happen? What is Michael Bay gonna do? I know exactly what he's gonna do. But he's gonna find an impressionist like Bill Hader. To- in my in my imaginary world of good things happening in the world. Uh, what what is he going to do? Stop they'll making pro- They'll movies. probably have they'll, they'll probably explain it with like he has a glitch in his vocal circuit. I mean, the dude's been doing the voice for 
40 years almost, they have enough that they could put together an entire movie without actually bringing him into the studio <laughs> once if they wanted to. Up. They should not do that. So what they could do is they what they could do is just make a movie explaining why his, make a scene explaining why his voice changes or whatever or kill off Optimus Prime. Hey, why not? Ooh. You know what? That would there that'd be an upset. I'd love to see it. It might actually make the the story interesting again. Bring in Rodimus Prime. <laughs> Not only is that God. like the, the fucking worst name for a character in a kid show, but there was no other point to that. That's a really bad name for a character in a kid show. Rodimus Prime. That just sounds like a porn star superhero. <laughs> it sounds like the porn Transformers parody. That's what <laughs> except, it like. except it's not. Rodimus it was Prime. real. It was there. What? Rodimus Prime? There's actually a character called Rodimus Prime? Yeah. And in the fucking, That's not something you just came up with off the top of <laughs> no, your head? It's, it's in the original movie. Oh, my the, the, God. The, that animated movie. Wow. It's been forever since I saw it. Oh, I, okay. I literally haven't seen that since the 80s. Because so. the, char- the character who takes over for Optimus is uh, Hot Rod, right? So he so he's Rodimus. So they, they well, once, he, once he gets the Allspark or whatever, like he, he becomes Rodimus Prime. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that totally sounds like the porn parody. <laughs> I wish I made that up. Damn it. Uh, God, I thought you were just riffing <laughs> off the top of your head. No, it's real. Wow. That that is not a compliment to the writers of that movie. <laughs> so did you see uh did you see Jason David Frank and Amy Jo Johnson? Of course. It was impossible to miss them if you know who they are. Right? She's still hot. Yeah. Yep. He's still hot. I don't know. Yeah. There's a there's a deleted scene. Either one of them could have me if they wanted to. Right. Her because I would not put up a fight and him because I'm not strong enough to put up a fight. <laughs> There's a deleted scene with that part where they're in the they're in Krispy Kreme. Holy fuck! We didn't even bring up Krispy Kreme once. We're going to in a second though, uh, where they're in there fighting over the donut, play fighting over the donut. But there's a deleted scene where Kimberly and Tommy are both like sitting there and they're looking over there, and they gave Tommy like really weird looking hair extensions so he looks like his character from the '90s. <laughs> I haven't seen that scene, but it sounds <laughs> awful. So I did. I did kind of want to tell a joke at the beginning of this, but uh, it, it, I forgot to tell it because I do that every time. I just want—I wanted to be like, "Hey, man, you want a donut?" <laughs> and you know what I would have said? You got him. And I would have said, "No." I'd be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> offering me a donut when you don't have donuts? What are you a sadist?" So somebody should put because together, I don't have a sense of humor when it comes to donuts. Donuts are very serious business. I love my donuts. Somebody should put together a compilation a uh, video of them saying Krispy Kreme in this movie. <laughs> it was a little, I mean, it, 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 it was, it was pretty painfully obvious. That I mean, Krispy Kreme had paid a lot of money to get in the movie. The Zeo crystal had to be somewhere, I guess, but it, yeah, it, it had, it, it, I honestly, I, I was, I was a little disappointed. I like, I recognize from a, from a practical standpoint you have to fund the movie somehow okay i get that it it's 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 a necessity but you could have been slightly less obvious about it i mean i mean it's not as if the source material has a hangout where the teens go that was readily available that you could have done a tribute to in this movie no there's no there's no what was it a juice bar yeah it's not like those things still exist. <laughs> but from what I understand, it wasn't like, hey, Krispy Kreme's giving us money, so we're going to put the Zeo Crystal underneath the thing. It was, where should the Zeo Crystal be? And then they couldn't figure it out, couldn't figure it out. Then the producer's like, why doesn't we? Why don't we just put it underneath McDonald's or something? And then they're like, oh, that's like that, that's an idea. And it was Krispy Kreme, I guess, that they got the that got <laughs> gave them the money to 
be in the movie. It would yeah, it's disappointing. It's disappointing because this is this is this is one of the few moments where I realize you've you've awoken something in me, you son of a bitch. And you want I want I wanted them. I wanted it to be the juice bar. <laughs> right. Yeah. When I saw and it becomes apparent pretty early on that the Krispy Kreme is the new hangout, I was I was deeply disappointed. Yeah, and I I said the same thing after I watched it the first couple of times. I'm like, why the fuck didn't they just use the juice bar? I mean, I know why, but why, right? I know exactly why, but like in universe, why? <laughs> yeah, because ki- I mean, kids do that. They they find a place to make theirs. Well, I guess it's a, it's a juice bar, but it's also a youth center. So like, kids would hang out, right? It's yeah. a small town. There's nothing to do. Let's go to the youth center. It's a small town, except when there's a battle going on, and then it turns into New York City or Tokyo. No, it was still it was still pretty small. Well, oh no! Well, well, in the movie it was it's a got small fucking skyscrapers. It's not that small. In the movie, it was Volcan doesn't small have any town. skyscrapers. No, in, in the movie though, it was a smaller town, which I liked. Yeah, it was kind of interesting. It was kind of yeah. It was kind of Spokane. Yeah. It was kind of Spokane sized in the movie, which was good. It was. It, I think that was a good choice. Uh, yeah. In 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 the TV show though, I I like how it goes from being a small Spokane sized town to being Tokyo, Tokyo, <laughs> or the desert. Yeah. They apparently they have every single every, every single what what is coming to be known at least in my household because we're Minecraft people as a <laughs> biome <laughs> every single biome is adjacent to to Angel Grove. But at least it makes more sense when you watch Jew Ranger because they're actually fighting in the fucking deserts and stuff. I cannot help seeing a Hasidic <laughs> Jew with a Power Rangers mask every time you say Jew Ranger. <laughs> it's just it it it's the most <laughs> hilarious image to me. <laughs> Just remember, it's ZYU. It's like Dino Squadron Rangers or something like that, the whole title. It's actually a pretty good show. It's fucking weird. It's so weird. What? A Power Rangers show is weird? The source material for this weird-ass show is weird? <laughs> and it's it's it made, made even weirder by the fact that it's all in, you know, it's, it's Japanese, and I'm like, I can't take any of this seriously without Jason's voice behind any of this stuff. <laughs> and there's no rock music. It's all this weird orchestral, bouncy stuff. <laughs> even... Even on the super dark episodes, their theme songs are so bouncy, it's weird, right? It's so strange. <laughs> I've seen. I've I've seen that. That actually reminds me. There's like some really dark, dark hentai on the internet Ooh. that has these weirdly bouncy, gleeful intro music, and it's like like really dark shit where people get murdered and like eviscerated by alien spores and shit and and, yeah. and it's porn like this is all happening while they're having sex <laughs> or being or more appropriately being raped because apparently that's a huge thing in the hentai community is 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 rape that's that's happy stuff. And, the, and 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 yeah and and the opening theme songs are like the bounciest giggliest teenage like like tween age <laughs> junior high school kid type of music You're like what the fuck is wrong with it's these so people? weird but I'm, I'm excited <laughs> i'm excited to get to more series not like japanese people I... specifically yeah, the people who make those hentais what is wrong with those people <laughs> it's a different culture over there man i guess i don't know i'm looking forward to watching more i'm only i'm less than 10 episodes in and there's 50 episodes so it's hard to so you got a, you got a lot of watching yeah. ahead of you you're gonna the, save it. You're gonna save it for next year. Or you're gonna you, you're gonna keep going just I'm, I'm, because you love it. So I'm keeping going. I like much. it a lot. It's fun. It's fun stuff. I don't know. We're get we're getting to the end of the movie now. When we we talked about Bumblebee and we, <laughs> and and you you liked Goldar, which it took me a minute, but I'm like, yeah, a nice faceless monster like it, with the tone. We don't need. Yeah, a, I think it made him scarier. Yeah, we don't need a blue monkey guy making stupid jokes. 
but they're in actual peril. Like the Power Rangers could have died at the end of the movie when they when they got pushed into the hole. Right? They were actually saying like, "Oh, we're gonna die. We're probably see now, gonna see die." Now, the only thing I didn't the only thing I didn't like about that transition because I thought it was great is it should have been something to do with the Zeo crystal. They should have. They should. There should have been a moment where it was clearly the Zeo crystal and them getting pushed into the Zeo crystal and their bond that allowed the Zords to transform like that. Yeah, right. And I. And that's not what happened. The the filmmaker said it's like it's because their bond was so solidified at that point. Now that they they, they can make the Megazord, but I'm like, but the Zeo crystals like right up their ass. Like, yeah, that has to it's have a, something to do. It's with It's a it. perfect moment. Like you have a ready made explanation there, and they don't use it. It's sort of like they they did a perfect setup for them to have the now you know it's Morphin time Stegosaurus or Tyrannosaurus. You know, sorry, I, I know there's no Stegosaurus, but. <laughs> They, they set it up perfectly and then didn't use it. Well, it's again, they set it up perfectly for it to have been the Zeo crystal that powered that whole transformation. And that's what I thought as they were doing it. I was like, oh, it's going to be the Zeo crystal that transforms and that's going to make so much more sense than having it, you know, be... And then they didn't use it. And I was and like, the, well, they didn't really explain it at all. It's just like, oh, we're a, we're a Mama Zord. No, wait, a Megazord now. Yeah. I'm and like, okay, like, that's cool. I mean, I'm I'm glad to see it, and the Megazord. They could they could have done it with one line. They could they could have thrown in something about like it must the power have been the, the Zeo crystal. crystal, like any anything, right? And they could have thrown like one line in earlier about the Zeo crystal's transforming power and the ability to transform the world around it, or something like that. And that's why I mean, that's why Rita wants it, right? Yep. It has the power to transform the world and and bend to the will of the whoever possesses it. It was so ready made, and they just didn't do it. And it sucks. So that's that. That's again why this is a good movie, mm-hmm. not a great movie. Yeah, but it is definitely watchable. Yes, Thank it is. It is that. God, it is watchable. It is most definitely watchable. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, now that the bar is as low as well, Marvel and Michael Bay have pushed it, I was gonna uh, bring up Michael and Bay Lucas as far as and, and, and Disney. <laughs> as far as like those two nostalgia properties that had movies within the past few years, Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers, this is definitely the better movie. I have not seen the Ninja Turtles movie, so I cannot speak to that, but I'll take your word for it. It's true, which I feel like they're watchable too, but they're just eh. This one I can look at and be like, yeah, all right, all right, <laughs> you know. I really don't like Megan Fox. Nobody does, but she's. She's the least of that movie's fucking problems. Really? Yeah. She's not bad in the movies, actually. She's like Megan Foxy in the movies, but she's she's not she's not the worst part for sure. Pretty fucking bad. That's all I can say. They have really awesome moments and then just bummer. Yeah. Like you can tell that these guys made the movie. I pretty much expected that, but it's a bummer. You can tell that these guys made the movie that they fucking wanted to make. You can tell it was made by fans. With its shortcomings taken into consideration, it was definitely made by fans mm-hmm. and then the ninja in, turtles in the movie. best way in 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 a good way <laughs> right not right. the best way possible but in a good way and the ninja turtles movie was made by a guy who made a shitty sequel to a shitty movie and then an okay alien movie and produced by michael bay which alien movie did he make battle los angeles oh i thought you meant xenomorph alien oh no no <laughs> i was like oh, not that one? alien movie but he also made uh the sequel to Wrath of the Titans. He made Wrath of the Titans. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen Clash of the Titans. I'm, I'm, I'm too in, I'm too entrenched in the Ray Harryhausen version. Ugh, well, that's because that's a fucking good movie, and it's well, let, it's let's, not let's not as go good as you. Let's think. not go good. Let's say it looks awesome. No, it's a good movie. <laughs> it's a good movie. That's it. It's a good movie. Yeah. It, it has nostalgia on its side, but honestly, those those Mount Olympus sequences are pretty bad. 
with with I mean they they got Sir Lawrence Olivier to play <laughs> Zeus and they're still corny as shit with like with like Xanadu laser lights and stuff. Yeah, and I, I don't watch movies like that because the stories are so good and the acting's great. I'm like Ray Harryhausen's fucking awesome. Ray Harryhausen. That's awesome. that's the only way. That's the only reason that I would watch those movies just in general. That movie would that movie actually could have been really great mm-hmm. if they hadn't gotten so into that Xanadu. <laughs> I have to. I'm gonna watch it again one of these days because um yeah I'm yeah, curious. Like that's the word that comes to mind. Xanadu. Whenever I see those Mount Olympus sequences, and I love that movie, I really do. And but I can't defend those sequences. Yeah, right. <laughs> we are we are so off topic now. Yes, we are. <laughs> As we always are. Everybody who listens to us should be used to that by now. And then one of us. God, I hope so. One of us going, hey, uh, we should probably talk about what we're supposed to be talking about. <laughs> I hope those four people are. Used I know. To it. I know. So, I'm going to ask you final thoughts on let's say Power Rangers as a whole. What have you what have you taken away this month? <laughs> final thoughts on Power Rangers as a whole. All right. Well, I definitely have a better understanding of the fandom and a better appreciation for why it exists, which I did not have uh, for a very long time. I I get people who love the show. I don't personally love most of the show, but I but there, it has its moments where it really shines. And I can certainly see the appeal now. The movies are just all over the spectrum. <laughs> just really all over the spectrum. And for better and worse. And and that applies to every movie, not just, you know, the, the better and worse mm-hmm. applies to every movie. Because every movie has its moments where it's amazing. Uh, Ivan Ooze is fantastic. And the commitment to the TV show level camp of the of the turbo movie was really good i i I thought that i thought that it was great that they that they really committed to the tv show level of camp as opposed to trying to make it this wildly different thing like they did with the first movie but yeah the worst is also there (laughs) (laughs) in the bad acting and um and and in the case of in the case of the new movie uh, in in sloppy storytelling on certain parts and, and and really shortchanging some of the characters, which which is I think more of a shame in this movie because it had the potential to be genuinely great, mm-hmm. whereas the other ones were sort of they, they were sort of already in their lane and they were like, look, well if we just stay here, this is working. <laughs> yeah. We can't screw it up too much, and 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 so there was sort of a safety there. There was there was kind of a built in safety net to that, uh, and this this movie did it, this movie took a big risk, you know, making the Power Rangers serious, and it could have been genuinely great, and it wasn't. It was good, but it, it wasn't great. Could have also been awful. It could have it it could have tanked hard. <laughs> yeah, it could have been really bad, and it wasn't that either. So I look forward to seeing a sequel to it, and I will definitely I will definitely finish watching RPM. As well as I will probably go back and I will probably go back and watch uh, SPD because that was that that one really grabbed me too. But the rest of the series I, I will probably give a miss. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> yeah, man, it's been twenty five years. It's fucking kind of crazy for a dumb little show that just aired after school every week or every day. Wow. And and it's a and and it's. It's really amazing. It's really amazing to me that the show was such a juggernaut. I mean, I, I worked in a toy store in '98, in Christmas of '98, and that was, you know, that was what three or four years. When did it get its start? '93. Oh, so five years after the show had started, it had clearly moved on from its core audience, 
and it was still going strong. Power Rangers were still like one of the number one, like they, they were right up there. That was the year Furbies came out. Tickle Me Elmo was in its second year because I, I don't know if you remember the very first year Tickle Me Elmo came out. It, there were there were people getting violent on uh, Tickle Me yeah. Elmo. Yeah. And, and so that was in its second year. They had a new version of Tickle Me Elmo. And Power Rangers was right there. Uh, WWF, that was back when it was the WWF, not WWE. Uh, Stone Cold was, was selling like hotcakes. Wait, cakes. the World Wildlife Foundation had toys? <laughs> ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Yes, the World Wildlife Foundation's line of, of wrestling pandas. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Why do they not do that? <laughs> God damn it. Uh, and they, you know, those were selling like crazy. And and Power Rangers, I, I remember working there thinking, isn't Power Rangers dead by now? And no, couldn't keep them on the shelves. Couldn't keep them on the shelves. They were constantly moving. So, you know, it it it's really remarkable. If only as an anthropological study, a, a look at the culture of youth in America over a period of 25 years. It's amazing what this show did to the culture that how, how this show that, that by all objective measurements should not have been as big as it is. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Transform the culture of kids, of kids programming and, 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 merchandising yeah it's 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 pretty wild and pretty amazing and although i don't think i'll ever be a super fan like you i definitely have a greater appreciation for its impact and as i said an appreciation that there is some genuinely good material out there that has used the power rangers name to get off the ground including saban's power rangers from 2017 so it's a it's a genuinely good action adventure kids movie experience yes and i'm looking forward to 25 I, more years man i should say i should <laughs> say family friendly because that's that that's kind of the thing it, yeah. i i wouldn't call it a kids movie it's not it's not aimed strictly at kids it's aimed at the fan base mm-hmm. but it's family friendly and yeah you can watch it with your kids and you won't be bored yeah and you won't feel completely insulted the way you <laughs> will after a transformers movie that's at least the way i will after a transformers movie <laughs> so yeah man i'm looking forward to the future here 25 more years. Let's let, let's do it, Power Rangers. I'm looking forward to some some beast morphers. I don't even know I don't know what they're going to fucking do with that, but I I've, I've seen a couple of the Sentai morphing sequences. It's super cool looking. I'm into it. I'm I I I'm really curious to see what Hasbro has in store for this thing. See what I would like what I would like to see in the future. I would like to see it go if there's one thing I can say about Marvel that isn't a complaint about brand fatigue at this point, it's that they've made some killer good shows. TV shows and I would like to see them take that cue from Marvel and make some really good TV shows some TV shows that you don't have to love you don't have to love the camp of it in order to get but that still in a way that I think the movie did to a degree still has that 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 fun in it that will make the fans happy you know, I'd like I'd like to see a TV, I'd like to see a TV show. Basically, I'd like to see a TV show version of the movie and get some uh, get some talented people behind it. You know, I was thinking that. Hey, Netflix, hello. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I mean, they've already got the entire catalog on there, right? Give me why not why not do why not do an original? Give season? me give me a thirteen episode season with hour long episodes where it's a little darker, little little more adult, kind of like the comic books. 
That's what get I want. Some, get some, you know, get some talented people because because a lot of a lot of really talented filmmakers will come on and do an episode of a, of a of a good TV show now. Do it, do it, because you're gonna hear this. Netflix CEOs. Yeah, they're all listening. I mean, obviously. Why wouldn't they? We have a cool title and a cool and a cool little picture that goes on our, you know. I've I've seen. I was just watching the last series, the last season of South Park, or maybe it was the previous season of South Park, and they have the they have the the one where they're pitching a show to Netflix, (laughs) and the guy at Netflix answers, "Uh, "This is Netflix. You're greenlit." (laughs) (laughs) Because they just let anybody make anything over there. (laughs) They do do that a lot. So I think. I think it's time to say goodbye, all the Power Rangers fans in the world. Goodbye, Power Rangers fans. Definitely listening to this. See you next year. Fuck yeah. Who knows what we're going to do, but we'll figure it out. It'll be fun. So, yeah. Power Rangers. Yay! Oh, and Amy Jo Johnson, if you're listening, I can be contacted at uh, uh, sharksacrosshollywood at gmail.com. Yep. And since you bring that up, why don't you guys follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and what's the other one? Instagram. Haha. <laughs> At the Shark Pod. The Shark Pod. One of these days I'm going to I'm going to stop emphasizing the the part. It annoys me when I hear it when I edit these things. Oh, I, th- I find it very sexy. <laughs> I'm glad somebody has to. And if you feel like giving us money because you feel sorry for me for being such a Power Rangers dork, you can go to patreon.com/sharkscrosshollywood and you can be assured he will spend it exclusively on Power Rangers and Power Rangers related accoutrement. Well, yeah. I, I might actually he will <laughs> so we'll be back next week with some random movie that we haven't decided on yet oh i've got strong opinions on that oh good well that'll be exciting so hey until next week stay jawsome motherfuckers <laughs>